And will you open your pew Bibles to the Gospel of Luke, the 19th chapter? It says 16 right there. It's the 19th chapter. We will read the first 10 verses. Not sure if those page numbers are accurate. Thank you. It's page 958. Ignore that slide right behind me. Uh, look in your bulletin. It is page... <laughs> Let us look. It is page 958, you're right, Ted, in the Pew Bibles. And if you have a large print, it's in the New Testament, page 112. We are going to read the story of Jesus and Zacchaeus. And if you are ready to hear the word of the Lord, will you please say amen? amen. Starting with verse 1. He, Jesus, entered Jericho and was passing through it. And a man was there named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. And he was trying to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd, he could not because he was short in stature. And so he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see him because he was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down for I must stay at your house Today And so he hurried down and was happy to welcome him. And all who saw it began to grumble and said, He has gone to be the guest of one who is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Look, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. And then Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house because he too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek out and to save the lost. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Hatred, let me bring your love. Where there is injury, your pardon, Lord. And where there's doubt, true faith in you. Oh, make me a channel of your peace. Where there's despair in life, let me. Of our 
ourselves that we receive and in dying that we're born to eternal life let's join in a moment of prayer good and gracious god we thank you and we praise you we thank you for gathering us here. We thank you for helping us to remember the loved ones who we have lost in this past year. And we ask that you pour your Holy Spirit upon us today. Bless us with your spirit. Bless the words of our mouth and the thoughts of our minds. May all that we do and all that we say be holy and acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Through Christ our Lord we pray. So Zacchaeus is one of those names that everybody always remembers from Sunday school, thanks to that nice little ditty. Zacchaeus was a wee little man, a wee little man was he. And now, by the way, that song might be stuck in your head for the rest of the day because it was stuck in the head for basically all of yesterday uh, in my head. And so it's just one of those little ditties. But the story is so much more than uh, a wee little man who climbed up into a tree because they wanted to see Jesus. It is so much more than that. Now, Zacchaeus was a tax collector, and tax collectors at that time were hated. They were hated for a couple of reasons, especially the Jewish tax collectors. Number one, they were seen as traitors because they were Jewish people collecting money for the Roman government. And so they were seen as traitors in that way. But they were also hated because a lot of times, you know, they'd go up to somebody and say, oh, hey, Ted, you owe me 10 denarii, but really Ted only owed eight denarii. And they'd take that, take that extra two denarii and they'd put it in their their pockets they'd pad their pockets that way and they had the Roman centurion behind them they they had people who could defend them and so people had to give them whatever it was that they said and so the tax collectors at that time were absolutely hated and most of you were hopefully here last week and if you weren't you can open up the 18th chapter in the gospel of Luke and read the parable that we read last week which was the Pharisee and the tax collector and you're gonna see that that everybody truly just loathed the tax collectors they were not a popular group of people and so this story is so much more than just a wee little man who climbs up in a sycamore tree because they wanted to see Jesus because what happened at that time was we have to understand just how hated the tax collectors were and so the tax collectors were absolutely hated and then Jesus was going through a place called Jericho now that's another place you probably heard of Jericho is sandwiched in between Jerusalem and the Jordan River it's in the modern-day West Bank here is an old picture of Jericho and so Jesus was passing through Jericho and as he was going through Jericho we're now in the 19th chapter of the Gospel of Luke so Jesus is well into his ministry he's becoming very popular very known everybody is talking about Jesus they're talking about this amazing man this amazing rabbi who's going around and forgiving sins and healing people they're talking about this amazing man and teacher who is able to help people who have messed up their lives make their lives right again they're hearing all about this amazing Jesus who has done more than anyone that they have ever seen before in their life and so when Jesus enters into Jericho and starts passing through Jericho everybody wants 
to see Jesus, including Zacchaeus, the tax collector, who is not a popular man in Jericho. And so everybody is gathering. And, and I chose this picture of Jericho because you can see how the streets must have been narrow. And so everybody's gathering, trying to see Jesus as he's passing through. And, and they're all pushing up against each other. And then Zacchaeus, he's just a wee little man. <laughs> he wants to see Jesus too. Now Zacchaeus, he knows he's messed up. He knows that he's gained a whole bunch of wealth but has nothing to show for it, nobody to, to be there with him. And so he, he just, he's, he's a little bit down and then he hears about this Jesus and he, and he sees Jesus. He wants to be a part of that too. He wants to be able to see Jesus, but everybody is pushed up against each other here, just like this, you know, pushed up against each other. And Zacchaeus wants to be able to get in. And normally, you know, if you're in a crowd and, and there's somebody who's smaller, you're going to let them in, but nobody liked Zacchaeus. So nobody was going to let Zacchaeus into the, into the crowded line in order to see Jesus. And so Zacchaeus, poor Zacchaeus, he's trying to figure out how it is that he can see this Jesus that he has heard so much about. And so he does the only thing that he can think of, and he climbs a tree. He climbs up into a tree and starts calling out to Jesus. He just wants to see Jesus. He just wants to get Jesus' attention. And he's up there in a tree, and then Jesus stops what he's doing, and he looks up into this tree at this wee little man who's hated by everyone, and he looks up in this tree, and nobody likes Zacchaeus. Nobody calls, their, calls his name. Nobody invites him over to dinner or goes over to his house to dinner. And Jesus looks up into the tree and sees Zacchaeus and says, Hey, Zacchaeus, come on down. Jesus calls him by name. Do you realize Jesus always does that? You think about the Easter story where, where Mary's going to the tomb and she doesn't realize that it's Jesus who's alive until Jesus says, her name and when he says her name then she knows because Jesus says her name like nobody else he says it with such love and so so Zacchaeus hears Jesus say his name Zacchaeus come down Zacchaeus come and be with me Zacchaeus nobody wants to let you see me but Zacchaeus come on down and it seems so powerful when Jesus says people's name things happen when Jesus said Mary's name she realized who he was after the resurrection and when Jesus says Zacchaeus name it's like something just clicks inside of him he says Zacchaeus and it's like everything just kind of snaps and he realizes all of the mistakes that he's made in his life all of the ways that he's gone gone up and said, hey, you owe me more money than you think you do, and patted his pockets. He, he thinks about all the ways that he's messed up in his life, and so he gets down from the tree, and he goes to see Jesus, and Jesus says, I'm going to go to your house for dinner, and everybody was in uproar. I mean, you need to understand just how in uproar everybody would have been, because everybody saw Jesus as this rabbi, this teacher, who was just this embodiment of all holiness everybody saw jesus as the the holiest most amazing powerful person who was carrying you know this power of god all the regular people saw this and then jesus invited himself to the house of zacchaeus everybody would have just been kind of flabbergasted what is what is jesus going and doing to have why is he going to go have dinner with a with a sinner like zacchaeus does he not know who Zacchaeus is? 
But Zacchaeus, it, it seems, I think it's the moment that Jesus says his name, Zacchaeus goes to Jesus and he amends for his ways. He forgives for all of the wrong, or asks for forgiveness for all the wrong that he has done. And he goes and he says, Jesus, I am going to give half my money to the poor and anybody that I have taken too much from, I'm going to go find them and I'm going to give them their money back. He right then and right there tries to amend his ways and asks for forgiveness. It is a powerful, powerful story. Zacchaeus is so much more than just a wee little man. He is a wee little man who messed up his life and yet still found forgiveness and amended for his ways. This is a powerful, powerful story. Now, I posted this on our Facebook page a little while ago. And uh, whenever I find something interesting, I try to put it up there for all of you to see. It says, I pray you heal from the things no one ever apologized for. Now, I'm going to think that it seems that the way that the world works today is that kind of ego in the world tells us that we don't need to apologize for anything. You know, you, you get what you want to get, you take. You know, they, I hear all these people say that you go into this world with your hands clenched because you want to take and you want to take. And, and ego in this world tells us that we should just take whatever we want and there's no need to apologize, do whatever you want. It's all about me. Think about all of the, like, it's all about me type books that are out there. You know, it's all about taking care of me. And there's so much of this mentality in this world. And so, so many people end up getting hurt from people who have this ego mentality who think that they don't need to apologize for things that they've done. Who cares if, if I've hurt you because I wanted to do whatever I wanted to? Who cares if I hurt you because I said things that hurt your feelings and I'm not going to apologize for it? There are so many people in this world who have been hurt because of the way that ego kind of makes us do whatever we want to do. But God teaches us that when we do something wrong, it is essential that we do our best to right our wrong. In this passage here and in so many passages in the New Testament, we learn about repentance. And remember, repentance is when you realize that you're, you're making a mistake and you turn away from that sinful thing and you turn back towards God. That's what repentance is. But in the gospel, we learn that not only do we repent, but we should also amend for our ways. I was thinking about how Zacchaeus, not only did he ask Jesus to forgive him, but he also wanted to fix or at least try his hardest to fix the wrong that he's done. It made me think about AA or other 12-step programs like that. They've got all those steps that they have to follow. And not only do you work on forgiveness, but you also go up to the people that you've wronged and work on amending your mistakes that you've made we might not be able to fix every wrong that we've done but we can also we can at least be like Zacchaeus and try now there was a lifetime movie that I watched a little while ago a long while ago I should say and in this lifetime movie it's a really sad story about uh, a mom who loses her teenage son her only son to a drunk driving incident heartbreaking story she ends up at the end of the movie I don't remember anything about the movie but at the end of the movie I remember that she meets uh, the man who killed her son. She's able to meet him, and the, the big ending of the movie is that she embraces the man who killed her son. 
a powerful, powerful message of forgiveness. But then after the movie's over, it actually shows the real life, because it's a Lifetime movie, you know, so it's based off a, a real story. And so they show the real life woman who lost her son and the man who killed her, or who killed her son. And it's this story about how, or it, it, the story is based off of the two of them, because after all of this happens, they go around from town to town, they become like family, and they share their story. So this man who did this terrible thing, and he, and he took this woman's only son from her, and all because he was out partying and then didn't want to get a different ride home. And so he, he had made this terrible mistake in his life, one that he couldn't fix. So he couldn't fully amend his ways. He couldn't just be like Zacchaeus and go give somebody their money back. He couldn't do anything like that. But this man went around and tried to prevent other people from making the same mistake that he did. The gospel teaches us all about forgiveness. It teaches us that we can receive forgiveness and that we should forgive. And in this passage right here from Zacchaeus, or about Zacchaeus, it teaches us so much about how we're supposed to receive forgiveness. Number one thing that we're supposed to do to receive forgiveness is be a little bit more like the tax collector and a little bit less like the Pharisee, believe it or not. Because think about it, it's the Pharisee. Think back to last week. If you weren't here, open up chapter 18 of the Gospel of Luke. Uh, at last week's reading, we had the Pharisee who stood there going, I'm so thankful that I'm not like that tax collector over there who doesn't, and the Pharisee doesn't think he's done anything wrong. And then you have the, the tax collector over there brokenhearted, realizing all of the mistakes that he's made. So the first thing that we need to know about if we ever want to receive forgiveness, the first thing is to not be pompous. Acting like a Pharisee is not going to get us anywhere. The second thing that we need to learn is to repent. Repentance is good for the soul. Repentance is good for the heart. All of us make mistakes. Do me a favor and raise your hand here if you have never made a mistake in your life. <laughs> Anybody? Good. I do not want to see any hands. I'm glad that nobody's going to raise their hand. Otherwise, we might be a little bit delusional. All of us make mistakes. All of us get into these maybe sinful patterns. All of us do things that can harm us and harm the people around us. So the, the thing that we need to learn to do is to repent. Turn away from those things that we did and turn back to God. And the third thing that we can learn from this passage right here is to make amends. Be like Zacchaeus after he sees Jesus. And the last thing that we can do is forgive. Receive forgiveness and forgive. Friends, think about it. Forgiveness is something that none of us deserve from God. And yet we all receive, thanks be to Christ Jesus our Lord. Can anyone say amen to that? Amen. Forgiveness is something that we don't deserve. And yet we receive. That's grace. And we also need to forgive other people too, don't we? But we also need to receive forgiveness. Whenever I talk to people, it seems like the hardest person they ever have to forgive is who? The hardest person to forgive is yourself. Part of receiving forgiveness, like Zacchaeus did, is forgiving ourselves as well. If we've repented, if we've tried our hardest to amend our ways and to make up for the wrong that we've done, what do we need to do for ourselves? Forgive whole gospel is basically a story of forgiveness. It's one of the most important stories in this world. One that's not told enough. Let's join in a moment of prayer. Good and gracious God, 
we thank you and we praise you for teaching us so much through your gospel passages. And Lord, we ask that we can learn something from the mistakes that Zacchaeus has made. We ask that we can learn something from him and that we can learn something today that can help to change and transform our lives. And Lord, we pray this in every prayer through Christ Jesus, our Lord, and we say, of God. Go forth with the love of Christ. Go forth, be forgiven, and be blessed.